Hi, thank you for tuning in to State of the Arts with Lee. State of the Arts is a podcast where people in the performing arts and the visual arts can connect, debate, chat, and perform during these very difficult times. Uh, I have my friend Kelly Cisco right now on the phone. Uh, she's a theatrical performer, a tap dancer, a comedian, a singer, a visual artist, a writer, and um, so many more things. You are so creative, Hello, Kelly. Good to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much Good to for talk coming. To you. Good to talk to you too. Um, so. Uh, how have you been uh, navigating through these tough times? I could see it has not stopped your creativity, well, and that is wonderful. During these times, people say, what are you doing? A lot of people say they're bored during these times. They're home a lot. They don't know what to do to keep themselves busy. Well, Zoom has become very popular, and I've been having classes on Zoom. I was taking an in-person acting class, and now I'm doing the acting class online every week. I still have to prepare for the class and go over my stuff and call my partner. Um, so I have acting on Zoom. And then I also went to church on Zoom. And I was in their choir. It's a small choir, but I'm in their choir. And then I was recording my songs from home because we can't sing in person. So I'm recording my songs from home, and then we're playing the recordings in the church. So I'm still doing some – I'm still working on that. I'm still doing my um, creative stuff. I'm, a lot of creative stuff, actually. But at home, and what do you do when you're not – you know, when – don't go out as much. I still go out, but not like I used to. So I um, am doing these other outlets and uh, using my new computer a lot for a lot of things. I always use computer. I knew a little bit about editing and that stuff, but now I've been using video and editing more to um, do my acting and my and recording my songs for church. And then I decided, why just stop at doing church songs? Why not? just do fun songs and make fun videos for myself and other people. And I've been making videos of me singing. And yeah, now I want, to wonderful. Art. I want to do more art. I did art. I remember when there was, um, usually when there's like a snow day or something, I use it as an opportunity to do an art project. But now the opportunity to do an art project, we have more time to do art projects now. And I'm going to, I mostly do collages, but I might go into other forms of art and make some different kinds of art and stuff. So Wow, that's that's just great, and you know I love your graphics design too. You post a lot of them on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. I get a kick out of doing it. I just get a kick and I get a fun. And I like doing it. No one likes it. Whatever. I, I do it for myself mostly. I just want to kick out of doing it. I might be a little OCD or obsessive over it, but I think it's fun. If you don't like, you don't like it. But I just find it. I just enjoy it. So, and I get a little. Sometimes I get a little tired of why once I start. I get a little obsessed with something, and I want to do more and more. And other, once I start, I'm like, I'm on a roll, you know? Just mm -hmm. powers me to do more, you know? That's just wonderful. It's, you know, once you get those creative juices flowing, it, it just, one thing leads into another. That's it's funny, the thing, I'm yeah. And that, my father might come in. I'm like, I'm busy, I'm busy. He's like, what are you doing? I'm busy, I'm busy. Like, I'm in the middle of a thought. Not trying to be rude or anything, but like I'm in the middle of making this thing. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my train of thought or lose mm -hmm. my idea. And I don't want any interruptions because, like, when a, when a person got work, you want to work. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll talk to you later. And then I'm like, he's like, well, what were you doing? I was I'm like, you got to see it later. I'm going to show you later. And then he comes in and goes, I'll see you later, Gilly. I'm like, yes, I need to focus on that. And then he's like, wow, it was, it was good. So, like, I'm like, but when I get in the flow, I'm like, people, don't distract me, you know, don't. Come in and just rock me. I'm in the middle of this, you know. I gotta do it. 
-hmm. Yeah, and um, I, as I understand it, your boyfriend Arturo, he's a, a sketch artist. He does. No, no, he makes videos. He makes oh, videos. Okay. He's, a, he's a mechanic, mm -hmm. and um, the mechanic is another type. I think they're not art, but a form of, I guess, working with your hands and. You have to be kind of skilled skills and you work with your hands and working with your hands can be not I don't want to call it creative, but it has some kind of thing to do with that. But he makes videos of um about car videos, about how to do your how to fix your car and how to put a tire, do whatever, make change your oil, whatever you do in a car. And he I'm not not my forte, but whatever you do in a car, he makes videos teaching teaching you how to fix your car, you know. So Oh, okay. I, I could have sworn you posted some uh, sketches that he drew on Facebook. No, no, he didn't draw them. I, made, I just did him with an app. I made him with an app. I didn't, I don't. He didn't draw them, no. If he could, wow. No, he does mm -hmm. um, graphic stuff with the oh, okay. videos graphics, on the so. computer. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's an art form, too, in itself. Yeah. That's a, yeah. It's There's so many art forms. Like I said, I don't, it's not your typical art form of being a mechanic. It is an art to being a mechanic, too, you know? Knowing how to change the different things in a car, that's a kind of, it's not your typical art form, but it is kind of, you know, if you think about it, you know? Yes. So in an interesting way, it is kind of like an art kind of, you know? Uh, yes, I, uh, it's so true. There's a lot of things that are like art forms that people don't really think about it as art forms, but they are actually. Oh. Yeah, so... Um, even I think even like I have an uncle who's a dentist. He's the way he uh, fixes teeth. He's actually my dentist too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just very true. graceful. Yeah. Like yeah, after, yeah, the way you after a while, make someone look right. All kinds of art, dyeing art, mm -hmm. dyeing teeth, right? Putting teeth in is like it's like the, the part of a look, part of an outfit, part of the way mm -hmm. we present ourselves. So it's like these designers or artists and does a design quality of fashion is teeth too. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, do, do you and Arturo ever um, brainstorm together, come up with ideas or songs or I, things I tell like that? I a lot of my ideas, a lot of my stuff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, I overwhelm him. Sometimes I overwhelm him. When I get a good idea, I'm like, I got something, I got something. I get excited mm -hmm. and I want to share a bunch of things with him. He knows I have that personality that I'm a little more hyper enthusiastic than he is about some things and I go, I tell you how to share with you something and he listens and everything. He tells me his opinion, but like sometimes I'm a little sometimes I can be a little dramatic for him. Like but um I always like to share with him. He knows I like to share with people. I do like when I get excited about something, I have to go like call my friend and guess what I did today? I get excited and get sometimes I get a little carried away. But usually my if my friends know me, they know I'm just passionate, you know. Yeah, you're just such an extrovert, and you're more extroverted than I am. <laughs> People say I'm an extrovert, but uh, yeah, you definitely have me beat, you know, you have a little edge on me. <laughs> People say, are you nervous to like perform on a stage? And I said, no, I enjoy it. Um, my major in college was um, marketing and PR, public relations, and I love getting in front of a class and doing a presentation. I heard, heard that's like the most scariest thing in the world beyond a lot of other scary things. The most scary thing is giving a presentation. Well, I would like to be a public speaker. That would be one of my jobs. I would love to have a job as a, giving public speeches and being in front of an audience is a thing I like. And a lot of people are like petrified of that, but it's something that it, it propels me, it drives me. 
and other a lot of people say, how could you like? They're so nervous to do like a school project and talk in the class. And no, I can talk in front of a class no problem. You know, this just comes easy for me. But so I'm not. People say, are you nervous? I'm saying I'm not nervous. I might not always do it exactly the way I want to do it, or I want to perfect it, or it doesn't mean it always goes good. But it doesn't mean I'm nervous. You know, I'm not nervous. That's just me. That's wonderful. I mean, that is a gift. Like you said, people are terrified. I think they say they did a study and um, said that public speaking is the most scary thing. Is scariest. Talking in front of a group. That's the most scary thing. Yes. They say people are scared of death in public speaking. (laughs) I enjoy it. I don't know. I like talking in front of a, and I can always figure out what to say. And how could you talk about that for that long? I don't know. I have to just for talking, maybe. It can be good and it can be a curse. You know, sometimes people are like, enough, Kelly, but usually it's a curse. Now, I remember when you were in stand up. That was great. I oh, came yeah, down you to see you. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was talking to another actor earlier about that I used to do comedy, and she said she didn't really focus on that. I did comedy. Yeah. And it's a form of acting. It's not like the same kind of acting we're doing in acting class. But yeah, I was doing comedy, right? You, I remember you came to, yeah, some shows. I wrote my own jokes, so I was writing, using that skill, and then writing the joke. But that's hard. That's actually hard. It's not like creative writing. It's hard because you have to have, because you don't know what the audience is. You may think it's funny, but the audience might not grab, like it at all. They might not pick up on the joke. So you have to make it a universal joke that most people will, you know, find funny. But that is a hard thing because coming up with true funny things, it's, I, I don't know. That wasn't my, one of my fortes. I wasn't bad at it, but. I mean, I stopped, I didn't, I haven't continued it so much. My father does it still. That's a she, she has a knack for that more than I do. My, it wasn't my strongest thing, but out of all the things I like to do, that's not my strongest. But um, I was getting okay at it, um, but I found it a little difficult. You know, comedy is comedy is the most, I think, one of the more difficult things out there to do. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, because you're at the mercy of the audience. It's yeah, and just... sometimes not even if the audience doesn't react. Like, you could think it's funny, but if even if they laugh and they find it funny, they don't have a reaction. Like, a lot of shows, if you do a show, the audience doesn't need to react to it. That's the thing that the audience has to react or the whole stuff, you fall flat, you know? Yeah, you'll get the percent of the audience, right? So that one's more, I think, a challenge. But um, have you been... it's a good skill to have. It's a good skill to, to try. I mean... Have you been writing at all lately? Yeah. Um... I was, there was a time when I was writing uh, every, as soon as I had an experience and I would take my phone out and I would open up a notes and I would type a thing of notes and I would get all excited about writing them in the notes. I would have an experience and not that I would forget it, but I was, I was like, I want to write it. I was enjoying writing it. So I would like have like my phone on my notes and I would be typing it out right after it happened or wherever I was, you know, but um, I still do it not add that much but there was a time recently when i was first from several months i was going nuts writing a lot of stories like almost like a diary not a diary but kind of like that kind of like a diary of my day or whatever all the things that things i found that other people but i would always put a life lesson at the end of it like a moral i wouldn't just write it i would always give like advice or something on what i learned from the experience i would like to add it at the end you know to enlighten someone or to so someone thinks of something in a different way and they didn't think of it from my perspective, so people really have to know my voice. I like when you can figure out a person's voice while you're reading it. It's not just, it's not just like, 
when you read when you read something, sometimes it falls. You don't really get a taste of the art, like the author. I like when you can really see like the author and understand like their form of writing, the way they talk. You know, I like to like my writing. If you see it, if you read it, you could you know it's my writing. You know, because I have a like I like the, I like writing that you can like know the know the author more. You know, and you know their writing like mine. When I write, you say that's Kelly's writing. You know, it's Kelly because of the way I speak. You know. Sure, that's it's so important for you to enter the writer's head. Establish essentially, own, like, yeah. Your own style of writing, not just write and then. So, like, if you have like five, like I don't know, ten pieces of writing, and you read them all, right, and they have no name on the top, you don't know who the writing is. Someone reads it, I guess. I'm pretty sure they're going to know that's Kelly's writing. Out of all the writings, you can kind of pick me out. So you know my style. You know? Yeah, that's the essence of a good writer. Absolutely. And um, what about your tap dancing? You are an amazing tap um, dancer. No, I haven't done it. I used to take classes. I haven't taken classes in years, but I was doing that. Um, I was still going on stage and performing at the library. The last thing I was going to do at Nourisha Library, the Council of the Arts obviously was canceled. That was the last thing. That was a long time ago. That was like almost a year ago now. Um, but before the pandemic, I was doing Zoom. I mean, I'm not doing Zumba. I was doing Zumba. I got um, certified about two years ago in Zumba. I was helping my teacher. I don't teach classes on my own, which is something I should do and get paid for. But I was helping my teacher. Um, she was letting me. She was like letting me do uh, songs in her class to like have me go in front of people and actually do it. To get more of like a, as see how it really is and really do it and not just do it like like for myself or for like a, nobody like just to put it out there and see how the other people can follow me and if they can follow me well then I have mastered something. But she was letting me do that in her class. But even though gyms are open, they're only open for like using equipment. So there's no classes in 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 the, in the gyms. So I haven't done that. But when we do go back to the gym, she's gonna let me and. I'll be able to, because lately I've been practicing wherever I am. Sometimes it's funny, I was at the bus stop and it was cold, so I don't want to stand still, right? So I'm dancing, I'm Zumba, I have my phone on and I'm thinking of moves while I'm at the bus stop and somebody new walked by and they were like, what are you doing? I said, it's cold first of all, so I'm dancing to keep warm. Second of all, I'm just dancing to dance. I was practicing, like, and sometimes when I walk, when I go for my walks, I think of dance steps in my head that I want to eventually use in these Zumba dances, you know? So I'm like thinking of moves while I'm walking and I have my phone on playing the music and I'm walking. So it gives me, my, so my walk is like, I'm, I'm being creative and thinking of these moves while I'm going on my walk or wherever I am, you know? So oh, I, I never stop, completely you know? can relate to that. As a ballroom dance instructor, if I'm in a store and I hear a song that I could choreograph, something to or, or moves, right? okay, so, yeah definitely it, it's just this it reflex does, that you I'm, have i get distracted by it though then i'm like i forget about shopping and i'm more interested in that my brain goes to that and then if i put somebody they're like kelly what are you doing we're shopping and i'm like oh sorry you know my brain got pushed away to the to doing the steps and i learned how to like choreograph. i used to not be able to choreograph a dance in my head i had to like actually move it but now i think i able to choreograph steps in my head. Like I could see, I could like almost envision a whole dance in my head. Like that's, I used to, not, I used to have to actually like see it and do it, you know? 
that's good. If you've reached an advanced level, that's really important for any dance instructor or aerobics instructor. And um, you were uh, you sculpt, or you've been putting together like visual arts. Uh, you were saying that you um, put together. Yeah, some um, videos online. Um, okay. We were doing some. I was making some videos online. I was doing um, the Zoom show beside the radio show that me and my father have on WVOS News Channel once a month. We were also doing Zoom videos, like we were doing the Crisis Help Radio Show on. The, on the computer, and we were making these videos about crisis health because everyone goes through crisis if they want to believe it or not. Um, and it doesn't have to be big crisis; it could be little crisis. But we were doing like not like, like a video podcast, not what you're doing, not like what you're doing so much, but video podcast. We were doing the radio show on the computer. And we were that was for a while. Um, yeah. And kind of uh, you've been doing uh, any sculptures or paintings, anything like that? Um, for a while I was. Like I said, I want to get back into doing that. Um, That's I great. do mostly um, mixed media stuff. Mm -hmm. I want to do more painting. Because a lot of the contests you go into, so some of them have mixed media categories with collages, but a lot of them don't. A lot of them just have painting. You can only enter if you're a painter, so maybe I should dabble in more painting. I did some, but not in a long time. I did more like collages, like gluing things and taping things and adding pieces of paper, and adding jewelry or adding tape or adding different things to canvases. That's what I was doing more, more than actual painting. Well, that's... But that I found to be more easier for me. Um, but I should probably try to do more painting. I tried drawing. It's not... Yeah, nothing wrong with abstract. Thing, I, I think abstract's beautiful. I actually prefer it. It's... Yeah, but if I'm making a house, my house may look a little tipped or something. It may not look exactly like a you know a normal house, but and that's we not... digress on that. <laughs> that's okay. I I if I were to draw it, it would be abstract also, <laughs> very Picasso esque. So I, I think you're such a great example for artists. You keep you such a positive attitude. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much. I don't know the extent of it, but I know you're a good dancer, a great dancer, and all the other things you do, all the many other things you do. As we all do, we all, once we get into being creative, then we dabble in a lot of things. Absolutely. And um, that's so I important. Think I, too. I think I met you you and my dad were going to never, it didn't really happen, but you were going to make a dance class and do some performing together. Dance, I think that's how I met you. Oh, yes, that that's right. Ago. I think mm -hmm. I met you like 15, I don't know, about 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been a while, over a decade. I've known you longer <laughs> than I, than I want to, you know, than we realize. <laughs> yes, uh, it's been a, a long friendship we had, definitely. Uh, and, um, you know, during these tough times where everyone's far from each other, it's important to keep the connection through Zoom and phone calls and keep a positive yeah, attitude, which is yeah. vital definitely. through all this. I always did that. I always, people say do it more now, but I always did. I always tried to keep, I always kept in touch more than some people do by mm -hmm. not trying to brag or anything, but I like doing that. I like, um, 
always calling my friends, always calling people I know. Like to to an extent, I think it carried away with it, but I always always tried even before COVID to, you know, make make a point of that. Hopefully that someone could do it for me too and call me and do the same, reciprocate it for me. But um the short yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good to stay in touch. Like, you know, as us artists, too, we need um, support say, like, <laughs> from friends. And... I think there's some things to learn during COVID, during this whole time. Like, Definitely. obviously, we got to celebrate Christmas and live out the message forever. Mm -hmm. As you said, keep in touch with people. Well, I think it's not just something to do during COVID. I think we should do that all year round, you know? Yes, definitely. The break, the break we had, like, to mm -hmm. take it easy and to think about it and reflect. I think we should do that without COVID. Without COVID, you should think and reflect and take a, take a break once in a while and not just because of a pandemic, but because we just need it in life or our brain needs it or it helps us recharge and to keep in touch with people and to video chat them if we're in COVID or not. Just do that because you want to do it. Do it because they could use a, a hello, they could use a greeting, you know? Definitely. So there are some things that we, just like the message of Christmas, it's not just Christmas, it's all year round, the true message of Christmas to be celebrating all the time. So there are some benefits. A lot of bad things came out of COVID, I dare, yes. But there are a few things that we could say we can learn from COVID, you know, a few things, you know? Sure, definitely. There's always, there's always a few little positive things come out of tragedy, you know, there's always something to think about it that you learn from, from a tragedy, you know? Absolutely. And, okay, so uh, time is almost up. Uh, thank you so much, Kelly, for being yeah, on my podcast. It was yeah. so wonderful to have you. Helps other people. It certainly has. You're such a great example for artists everywhere. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning into State of the Arts. And I was with Kelly Cisco on this episode. And please tune in again. Have a great night. Your show, Liz. <laughs> thank you.